Welcome to 52 Episodes to Science Fiction Film Literacy. My name is Chris Garcia. Roll sound. This phrase will sound weird to some of you, but trust me, it's true. George Lucas is a hell of an experimental filmmaker. And if you want proof of this, all you have to do is watch Electronic Labyrinth THX1138 for EB. It's a remarkable student film made in 1967. But more important than that is it's a exploration of storytelling technique and mood and tone. And of course, it led to the film THX 1138 in 1971. But the original has something that that one doesn't. And that is a deep, abiding, avant-garde sensibility. Let's just start with the story, because it is actually pretty simple. There is a world that is locked down, where people are held to very specific states, and the state overruns everyone. And one man, THX1138, decides to run and try to get out. And of course, eventually he does. Now, here's where it gets interesting. The way this film is shot is perfect. It really is. It's For most of it, it's largely close-ups or medium shots of people working with computers. And they use this, uh, they got permission to shoot in the USC computer lab. And I believe it's a Burroughs, it might be an NCR or a Sigma 7 or some sort of other machine. I don't think it's an IBM system. But it's this massive mainframe. And we're supposed to be more than 100 years in the future, which is odd we would still have mainframes, but no one saw the microprocessor on the horizon. So it makes sense that both Hal and here and so many other films that didn't that saw the mainframes going on to the future would believe that. And since it's shown so much of it is done in close up, including some great stuff that is obviously shot off of a television monitor, that when we do get some open sh- shots and we get a wonderful iconic shot of THX1138 in this giant open area which I turns out was a parking lot for LAX I think it becomes very freeing and it sort of it mimics what the hero is going through there's no dialogue there's lots of descriptions of technical aspects there's print on the screen which is supposed to mimic what uh, the watchers who are watching him run would encounter but there's no actual dialogue and at the very end there's a message left for THX1138's wife who they claim is his widow And it feels like you're watching the control tower at an airport, or even more accurately, like the control center for a space launch. And that alone should tell you a lot about what was going on in the world. People were seeing launches at this point. And so some of that sort of background sound would have seeped into the consciousness. But he does some amazing references to other films. The one that gets me is the idea that every character you see has the number written on their forehead. And done in the close-up, it completely and totally has to be referencing the life and death of of 9413, a Hollywood extra. It's completely in that vein. And this is not a Hollywood film. 
if you look at the direction that this should be going, it doesn't lead this director to going to Hollywood. Other than the genre, the fact that it's science fiction, everything here is screaming towards art film. Which leads to a question. How do you get from an art film, making this wonderful art film, a student film, how do you get from there to making blockbusters? Because this is far from something that the average filmgoer in 1967, or even in 1987, could have latched on to. Today it would be a little different. YouTube has made it possible to be a filmmaker and make these kind of films and have them appreciated, have an appreciative audience absorbing them. Now, this is the only student film, I think. Maybe there might be one other one on the, the list. And student films actually represent a huge amount of film that's out there that is underseen. And a lot of great experimentation happens in student film. And, of course, part of that is that it's a learning experience. It's typically young people going out and taking their ideas and trying to make them real in the world, which makes sense. The films that we see succeeding on the festival circuit, are the ones that try the hardest to be professional. And sadly, a lot of student films have near zero professionality to them, which is both a plus and a minus. This is polished. This other, if you take away the subject matter and the avant-garde sensibility, what you're left with is a damn fine, beautiful, precise production. This is a very professional student film. It's one of the best student films I've ever seen, and I see a lot of student films. But it's sort of an outlier, which is a shame, because if there were a lot more student films like this, a lot more of them would get seen.